What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods, and we are back with another interview, man. And we got the best freshman in the FCS, man, Tony Musket, my mouth QB. He was the Big South Offensive Freshman of the Year, a Jerry Rice Award finalist, first team all Big South last spring, and was a unanimous pick for preseason this year. Tony, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me. I'm excited to get talking and discussing the topics. Absolutely, man. So we got to go all the way back to high school, man. You were a standout at West Springfield, threw for over 7,000 yards, man, almost 70 touchdowns. What schools were on you the hardest, and who were your favorites as you were coming out of West Springfield? So coming out of high school, I had nine, ten offers. I eventually uh, I narrowed it down to – I had my final three I put out, and that was Monmouth, that was uh, Coastal Carolina, and University of Pennsylvania in the Ivy Leagues. And so I really came to my decision just because the Monmouth coaches, I took a couple visits up there, and I could really just tell that, you know, they're they're very family-oriented in in our program. And so I could kind of see that through my visits up there, and I could tell that, like, all the guys up there, they really loved being there, and they loved the coaching staff, they loved each other. And that's what's kind of like the deciding factor for me. Like, I felt like I would be a part of a family up there. And so that's really why I chose to go there. Absolutely, man. And, you know, you came in, you make an immediate impact by winning the QB1 spot. How did you come into Monmouth and earn that QB QB1 spot as a true freshman? Well, so initially it was me and another guy, uh, older guy, Max Smythe. And he actually, so he was taking the one reps. And so I was still, it was between me and him. And I was, you know, I was like, okay with that. You know, I was still working hard trying to get the spot. And then eventually he had a little arm issue. So I started taking more of the one reps. And then eventually as it came to game week, uh, I was starting. And then from there on, you know, it's just the season took off. And so really it was just the biggest thing that I learned trying to like fight for one reps and like be the best quarterback on the team is just, it's really as much as a physical grind. It's a lot of a mental grind too, especially like coming into a new program. Because obviously out of high school, I ran a spread in high school, but it wasn't really like, as advanced as the spread I'm running now. So there's a lot more reads, a lot more checks for me, a lot more play audibles. And so it kind of took me some time. Luckily, because COVID, I could and have the fall to kind of learn and progress like that since we had a spring season. So it took me a lot of time to kind of progress through the offense and then really feel comfortable with it. But, you know, over time with the reps, I was able to, like, get really in, fine, like, fine-tuned with it and feel really good in it. So, yeah, it paid off. Oh, man, it did. I mean, did the Big South Freshman Offensive offensive Player of the Year. You know, how much freedom did they give you at QB1, you know, you know, in terms of audibles, checking out of plays, calling coverages out? How much freedom did you have in your first season? They they gave me, like, as much freedom as anybody else. You know, they really – that's why I love Coach DiMuzio and Coach Gallo, our offensive coordinator, just because I feel like they really put faith in me, and I really appreciate that. You know, like, they didn't hold anything back, you know, when they were teaching it to me. Coach Muzio, he would, like, put in everything. Coach Gallo, he said, like, we're going to run all our stuff, all that stuff for week by week. And they really put it on me, you know, to, like, fully understand it if I had questions, you know, to reach out, to ask them. And uh, that's why another big reason why, like, I love Mama so much is because the coaches, they really believe in their players. And, you know, they leave it up to them. Like, if they believe you can do it, they're going to give you the opportunity. And that's what uh, they did, and I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. You know, and it's a huge jump from high school to college, no matter where you're playing in the country. What were some of the biggest challenges you had to overcome in your first season? Biggest challenges, obviously, you know, first game, when I got out there, the game speeds a lot faster than high school. You know, I tried my best to prepare for that, just going through like reads and practice in the offseason. But 
Uh, like really besides that, like my guys on my offense, the offensive line receivers, they really made it easy on me adjusting because like they were obviously with a, a, a older team, a lot of guys coming back, but <clears throat> they were last year, they were pretty understanding, you know, that I was a young guy, like learning the offense for the first time. And so even though like, I would probably say the playbook was the hardest to learn. Uh, I can't even say that because they made it easy on me just by like helping me out. Like if I had a question, they would just answer it right away. There was no like stress or anything. If I messed up, you know, it was it was no problem. Like next play, like we're with you. And so having all of them behind me and have them help me out, it really just made the transition a whole lot easier because there's a lot of stuff going on in my head. But now that I'm like I'm up to speed on everything and I feel like I know everything really well, I think that like we're going to be able to help each other out and it's going like, to take the offense to a whole new level. Oh, man, I'm excited to see how it, you know, develops through. But your name, first team, all Big South, man. And being the quarterback, it means you were the best quarterback in the conference. How did it feel to get that award? And do you feel any pressure to live up to that hype going into year two? Um, you know, I don't I don't really focus on the individual accolades too much. You know, when I committed to Monmouth, my one goal was to – we want to win a SCS national championship. Um. You know, I don't really like the, the awards and stuff are nice, like first team, freshman year and stuff. That's great. But I really like when I wake up and I try to like go to workouts, go to throw stuff like that. My one goal is to get better so that we can win a national championship. You know, uh, the culture now at Monmouth is changing. I feel like we have a lot of guys where it used to be let's win the Big South. Let's compete for the conference championship. Now everybody's all in on we can like we can win the national championship. You like mentioned at the tops with like the North Dakota States, the JMUs. And so with that in mind, taking into account the pressure, the only pressure I really feel is, you know, the pressure to make it to that national championship game and win it. And I think that's a good thing because if there's no pressure in situations, that, mean, that means that's probably not, like, worth fighting for. And so uh, the pressure we're coming back, that's really it. I just feel like, you know, I just want to play my best, team, play, help everybody else play their best, and then hopefully at the end of the year we'll be holding that national championship trophy. Hey, man, you guys made a nice run this year. I mean, you, 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 gave, you gave Sam Houston State one hell of a game. You threw for 300 yards, I believe, in that game too. So I'm excited to see what y'all do. But look, last question on last year before we move into some more stuff. What letter grade would you give yourself for your freshman year at Monmouth? What letter grade? I'll give myself a, I'll give myself a C because I'm going to compare that to the rest of my – three, four years there, and I think I can take it up a whole nother notch. And so when I'm looking back, hopefully as a junior or senior, I'm going to look back and think that that wasn't very good. So that's my goal, to kind of make that, blow that out of the water in the years going forward. Oh, man, hey, that's pretty damn good for a C, man. You, you did, Like for a true freshman not to throw any interceptions in the regular season, over a 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns in like four games, that's it's pretty outstanding, man. But, you know, looking at your game critically, what's your biggest strength right now as a player? Um, I think my biggest strength is just, I can, I really feel comfortable in like a run pass option offense, the RPO offense. Cause I feel like I'm, I got quick feet and so I can, I can get set to a run play. And then if the read opens up, let's like say I'm reading a free safety on a read, I can flip my feet and get back to like a middle of the field throw or to a sideline throw really easily. And so with that, you know, being in mind, that kind of helped me like the coaches, I feel like they understood that. And we would run a lot more stuff like that where I was comfortable with, you know, like quit getting the ball out, working to my strengths, and just being able to use that when we're going against obviously like the higher speed, like I was talking about. It makes the game a lot harder in the defense, having like so many, so many things you have to guard. You know, is it a run? Is it a pass? You have to be ready for anything. And so I think we used my strengths to the advantage in that way, and that really helped us out last year. 
Absolutely. And, you know, you're you're only coming into year two, man. When you look at your game, what's one thing you feel like you need to improve on to take your game to that next level? Um, Really just, just my accuracy, like loosening up my hips, getting my footwork correct. Just because, uh, you know, there's nothing like – I didn't feel like there was anything really like that really stood out. Like, I'm, oh, I'm bad at this. But obviously I can get better in every, like, little thing, whether it's just, you know, game plan films – <clears throat> like leading up to the week or just making sure like throwing out route, making sure it's on his, like his outside shoulder, say his outside hip, stuff like that. Just the little fine details that I can really clean up just to make sure that like we minimize all the mistakes and make sure that nothing like stems from little problems that continued on just to, just to get rid of them now before uh, we get into the game weeks and stuff. Hey man, I like to hear that. And, you know, film study is so important for a quarterback and, you know, kind of breaking down film. What are the biggest things you look for when you're watching film on a defense? Um, So in the game week, when I first look at the tape, the first thing I'll go through is I'll go through their just base, like second, first, second down, uh, how they play certain formations, just to try to uh, get a sense of like who they are as a defense, like who they think their idea is, you know, do they run a lot of cover three? Is it, cover four, press the bail, is it man, is it cover one, cover zero. And then after I go through that, I'll rewatch, I'll go, you know, third downs, fourth downs, pressure downs, see what kind of blitzes they like. Uh, just try to really try to get their whole scheme down so I can fully understand, you know, what situations are they going to do this, when are they going to do that. And then later on in the week, once I feel like I really have a good uh, understanding of their scheme, I'll go back through and then I'll watch for, like, player personnel. So, you know, watch this corner, like, see, like, is he, like, jam, jamming hands-on at the line? Does he, like, press bail? Is he physical? Is he, like, a more coverage guy? Stuff like that. Just to kind of, like, get their tendencies down. And so using those little things, you know, when it's in the game and you want to try to get an easy, like, a, a, an edge on that guy, like, what do you think he's going to do? I have that in the back of my mind, and I can use that to help me out and help the receiver out too. Hey, man. Uh, you, you sound so prepared. Like, I feel like I'm talking to a fifth-year senior <laughs> right now on, like, watching film and breaking down stuff. And so I'm, I'm very excited. But, you know, even though you're just a second-year player, man, the quarterback's always the face of the program. So what are the team goals for Monmouth for the 2021 season? I mean, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, obviously we want to repeat uh, for a third time as Big South champions. But even beyond that, we want to win a national championship. You know, if you ask – I think 100% of the guys on our team, they're going to give you that answer. That's really just the, like, the mantra that we've been living by. The coaches have really, like, challenged us to that, and we've pushed that, pushed up to that level of expectation this offseason, you know. <clears throat> we have a lot of guys we know are really talented that can do a lot of things in the field, and we really don't feel like we have a weakness at any position. And so if we feel like we're better than the other team at every position, like, we all expect to win every game and to go on to be an undefeated national champion. And that's that's really what we're shooting for this year. Anything else would kind of be a disappointment. Hey, man, you mentioned that you're better at every position. I think you guys had 20 All-Americans for the Big South uh, named the other day. So, I mean, that that's, that's an outrageous number of All-Americans for one team to have. But, you know, you said you don't like the accolades, the personal things, but those will come with the team goals. But for you, when you do look at some of the personal stuff, what's like one or two things that you have in your head that you want to achieve personally this next season? Um, Just personally, I mean, obviously, like I said, I want to be the quarterback of the national championship team. But beyond that, for the one can do it, I want to, you know, I want to be the best like the best FCS player, I think all of our guys want that for themselves too, because that's another thing, you know, when you have a team like ours and we all want that one national championship goal in practice, we can also challenge each other for like, 
try to get better as well. So, you know, I have, we have a lot of guys on our team where, you know, they can be one of the best players on any team they go to. And so we feel like if I'm like competing against them every day and working against them every day, that's going to make me better personally. And then however that turns up at the end of the year, whether it's, you know, conference award, national award, doesn't matter to me, but just that, that daily work with each other, it kind of produces that. And then someone's bound to shine on a national stage, you know, and that's, I'm happy for everybody. Absolutely. Hey, iron sharpens iron and yeah. practice every day. But, and I know you're the, I know being the face and leader of this program, man, I know you're going to give me the first game's the most important, but just put a butt behind it after you say it. What game on y'all's schedule are you looking forward to the most? Um, yeah, obviously the first game just because say we get back <laughs> out there. But yeah, besides that, um, I'm looking forward to uh, North Carolina A&T just because that's where my, um, my high school head coach, he actually played quarterback there when he went to college. And so ever since we heard that they were going to be joining the Big South, this is going to be their first year in the conference. He's been in my ear about it, you know, because he, uh, he was my teacher in high school too. So he would always be in my ear about it, tell me about it. And so he'll probably come to the game. So that'll be kind of fun. It'll be the first time he'll see me play in college. So that'll be an exciting game for me. I'm looking forward to that one. And they're pretty good too. So it'll be a good matchup. Oh, yeah, man. They're really good. I think that was a huge addition for the Big South in terms mm-hmm. of just national competitive because North Carolina a and I believe they've won three out of the last four celebration bowls. Yeah, they're pretty um, good. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty good. But, you know, looking at your game, man, what NFL quarterback do you model your game after the most? Um, well, I tried to use the model. Uh, on the field, I like to think I model Deshaun Watson just because I like the way he plays. Like, <laughs> I feel like he plays very confident, even though, you know, he's not like one of those quarterbacks that walks around at like 230, 235 pounds. You know, he carries himself. He's elusive, but he can make all the throws on the field. Um, I'll see a little bit of Baker Mayfield and how I play just because I feel like we have similar kind of like play styles and the way that we move in the pocket and kind of like maneuver around, find like the small windows, even though we know we're not 6'4", six, 6'5", six, we can still find the throwing lanes and get it to our guys. But yeah, those two, I've watched a lot of tape on them. I enjoyed watching them in college a lot and in the NFL. So that's kind of the two I'm, I see most in me and uh, I try to play like that. Hey man, pretty t- two pretty good options, man. Two of the best to ever do it all, on either level, man. But do you have a pregame routine, man? Do you have to listen to certain music? Do you have to lay out your uniform like D? Like, what do you do on game days to get ready for the game? Yeah, uh, pregame routine. It's actually I, I feel like I have a little different one. So when I'm listening to my, obviously I listen to music, but when I'm listening to my music pregame, <laughs> the whole rest of the whole beginning of the day, kind of. I try to just find like that one song that I'm really into. And then the whole pregame, I'll only play that song. So I remember in, uh, I think it was our second game, or our third, it was our third game conference championship against Kennesaw State. It was just this one little baby song, and it was just getting me going. So that's just, I had that on the whole pregame session, the whole throwing session, like all, all warm-ups and everything. So it just kind of like, I don't know, it just helps me kind of lock in more, just having like one beat, one like one artist going on and on. I don't know, it just helps me out. It's kind of different than most people, though, I feel like. <laughs> basically I like when I played back in high school I just had one song I had to listen to like before I went mm-hmm. on the field like it was like that had to be the last song I listened yeah. to but I like how you had just find one to put on repeat you're like I'm in this zone right here so I, yeah. I, I was, that's unique though you did say that but I know it's harder for a QB to be a trash talker but it happens especially when you know you get the DBs in your ear the defensive linemen how much trash do you talk during the game um I'm not I'm not a big in high school I talked a little bit more, but in college, I'm not a big trash talker just because what I've learned 
one of my idols is Brady, and I know Brady is a big trash talker. But what I learned about Brady is like when in between whistles, like when the ball is snapped and the ball's in play, he's always level headed. Like he may after the player on the side, he might get fired up, but he always keeps a level head. Like when the play's going on, he can't let anything like shake his his mental focus. And so that was kind of something I tried to I tried to like, exemplify this year, just like making sure that I'm not gonna let obviously other teams are gonna talk trash, but I really try to keep it like outside of my head, just focus on my responsibility every play. And actually helped out a lot. Like with that, <clears throat> I always felt focused in my assignment. And, you know, even though I was off the field, I wasn't a big talker just because like when I was on the bench looking for the next drive, I was still thinking about, okay, last drive, like I did this, next drive I'm going to do this, like try to get better on it. And so it really just kind of helped me keep that focus throughout the whole game. And what I realized is when I'm locked in like that, I really don't even think about talking trash because I'm just locked into my assignment and like what I can do better the next drive. Oh, man. And I know with quarterbacks, it's hard to talk trash because you guys got so much responsibility. Like the wide receiver can catch the ball, yeah. talk to the DB, and he's just got to go back to his spot. You got to get the play, make sure everyone's in order. So it's a yeah. lot harder for you to, you know, get your words in. But if you had one route, man, you had like one route to save your life, what's your favorite route to throw? What would you pick? Probably a post ball to uh, TG, uh, number 23 on the team. <laughs> you see some highlights of him. He's a really good receiver. And I don't know, he just seems like the type of guy when you throw a post up to him, he's going to catch it. I just have that confidence in him. It's nothing special, but I'm taking him over any DB on the post ball. I I was watching a lot of your highlights, and there was a lot of 23s in those, man. So, um, hey, automatic, that automatic connection, you got to have it. But, you know, what? I always try to find these for each position I have on the show. And I had a quarterback one, but everyone was picking accuracy, so I took it out. We get it. Accuracy is very important. But what's more important to a quarterback, man, arm strength or pocket presence? Um, I'm going to say – I'm going to say pocket presence just because I feel like a lot of NFL, like, scouts are realizing that too because, you know, back in the day it was – if you're six five, you get taken over a guy that's six one. Even the six one guys like just better overall. But now they're realizing that if you have arm strength, but like you can't evade pressure, then you're not gonna be able to get the ball off at all. I'd rather have someone that can evade the pressure and get him a good ball and get a completion as opposed to somebody that can't get it there at all. So that's really what I I've been working on my arm strength this off season a lot just because I feel like I can really improve that and it has. But when I was growing up, all when I was playing quarterback, like. Early in my age, early in my years, I really stress pocket presence just because, you know, that's going to make it a lot easier on the O-line, on your running back and protection, just being able to, like, you make a guy miss once or twice and, like, make it easier on them and not always have to give up so many sacks. And so I feel like it's helped out in that way. I feel really comfortable in the pocket now. So, yeah, I'm going to say pocket presence. Oh, I like that answer. I was, you're the first one we got to try that one on because we had like four or five people just pick accuracy over everything. Every yeah. time. So I had to take that one out of the fray. But, you know, what keeps you motivated year in and year out, man? But despite all the accolades, despite all the winning, all the praise you get, how do you stay motivated every day? Um, You know, honestly, it motivates me the most is we got a lot of older guys on our team right now. And I understand I'm just going to be a sophomore, but, you know, they only have one to two years left. And like maybe they're just playing football in general because, you know, not everybody's going to go to the NFL, even though I wish they could. But <clears throat> with that, it's just I want to make sure their last year or two are really unforgettable. I want to end that, like make sure they walk away with the national championship because obviously I think I have a lot more football left to play, but I know a lot of guys don't. And so I want to do everything in my power. Like I want to give my all so that they can have their dream year and they can walk away from this, you know, with the national championship ring. 
and just be able to say that they're really an FCS national champion. Oh, man. I, I like to hear that. You're thinking about the seniors on your team, man. So last question here. What are you most excited about in your second year? Because I know the COVID year was so difficult in the spring. Only four games really played for you guys. So are you more excited to play a full season? Are you more excited for the fans to get back in? What are you most looking forward to in your second year? I'm, I'm excited for everything, to be honest with you. Just, you know, I really I got my first freshman season, like, under the belt. <clears throat> I got to experience it a little bit. But really just get that full, you know, college football experience, you know, traveling six, five, six weeks out of the year, you know, going down to these schools and different areas of the country, then having them come here and really playing the full schedule, having fans back, you know, having like my whole family be able to come see the games. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I didn't really get that full experience last year. But this year, that's where I'm really looking forward to just all the like going back to normal, being able to really get the full college football experience and hopefully keep winning. Hey, uh, listen, it, I think you guys were, th- were one of the unanimous picks to win the conference again, man. Listen, when we start covering the playoffs on the show, man, we got, we're definitely going to be tuned in. We're, and if y'all make that full run, man, we're going to have to have you on to show off the trophy and the rings and everything yeah, like course, that. of course. <laughs> but, man, good luck on your season. But where can people find you? Social media, NIL stuff, shout-outs, anything, man. This time's yours just to kind of promote yourself. Yeah, um, my Instagram is TonyMusket11, all undercase. All lower, uh, lowercase, no space. My Twitter is just <coughs> it's at Tony Musket. And then, yeah, if you want any uh, name, image, and likeness inquiries, just you can DM me or uh, my Instagram DM should be open too. So that's probably the best way to contact me. Absolutely. Guys, make sure to go follow Tony, man. We've been doing this FCS run here, man. Make sure to support these guys. The more followers, the more interaction, the more deals they can get. So make sure to support the players, man. It's the number one goal of this. But, Tony, appreciate you coming on the show, my guy. We'll definitely be in touch after the season. And definitely we'll have you back on, man, once you go to the next level and everything, man. I'm excited to see what you do this year, man. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me. It was a blast. Absolutely. But guys, go follow Tony. Y'all know where to find us. Subscribe now on YouTube, any and all podcast streaming platforms. But for Tony, myself, and the Blue Bloods guys, we are out.